Hello friends, James Corbett, CorbettReport.com here in Acapulco, Mexico in February of 2020 and today we are joined by a special guest who will be familiar to my longtime viewers. Maybe new to some people, if so, check him out, Dan Dix at PressForTruth.ca. I understand he has a YouTube channel as well, but uh, if you want to, I guess we'll, we'll let you know where you can find him there, but he's on many other social media. Of course, they'll all be linked up in the show notes for this video. Dan Dix, thanks for joining us. Glad to be here, James. Thanks for having me. All right. so. As you know, I'm Canadian. As you may know, Dan is also Canadian. But uh, am I really Canadian anymore? I've been out in Japan 16 years. So I have become a little bit detached from the Canadian news cycle. Uh, I rely on people like Dan to keep me up to date. And it was not, I suppose, with surprise, but with consternation that I watched some recent developments uh, that are happening there regarding the Canadian government's at least proposals uh, to crack down on media in Canada in various ways. I don't really know the details that well, so Dan, tell us what this recent proposal was and what happened. Well, there's a number of things going on in regards to the attack on media in Canada, but there was a proposal to literally force independent media and any media for that matter to have to register with the government and to get a license from the Trudeau government in order to be able to report on the news. Um, I mean, people were outraged when they heard such a thing, so it was uh, initially kind of rejected, but that doesn't mean it's completely off the table. They're probably just going to rebrand this thing because there's actually been an incremental move um, uh, when it comes to controlling the narrative in Canada. Um, you may have heard about this bailout, essentially, where Trudeau gave $600 million to the hand-picked media outlets of their choosing in Canada to assure their success. And they're, in fact, uh, hand-picking certain uh, media marketing people to, you know, tweak algorithms and things like that. So they're controlling the narrative moving forward. And it's getting so bad now that I don't know if you saw this video from a couple of weeks ago. There's a reporter in Canada people may know of, Ezra Levant. He runs a, a, a thing called Rebel News. Well, he wrote a book about Justin Trudeau during the election and he was interrogated by some former RCMP officers who actually specialized in, in, in interrogating terrorists were questioning him about why he wrote a book and why he didn't register the book with the government that's how bad it's getting in Canada that we literally have ex-cops interrogating authors and journalists for releasing a book about election, an election during an election. So you got, they're, they're going for licensing, they're, they're giving all the money to their insider buddies and they're throwing their thug goon cops, ex-cops out to try to shake down real journalists who are trying to do things, you know? So it, it's, it's, it's disgusting what's happening in Canada. It absolutely is, and in fact, if you go and watch Dan's uh, video on this, which I'll link up, um, you can see uh, it, the, some of the interviews that have been done with one of the, uh, the ministers that was working on this proposal uh, that the Canadian government considered but has rejected at this point? Yeah, at this point, this isn't going through, but I mean, <laughs> I've seen these things happen before where it gets introduced and then it just kind of it comes up again under some sort of new name or rebranding and uh, it somehow whisks its way through. So this may have just been the first attempt to try to see how the public is going to react to such an idea, um, but I certainly don't think it's off the table. But honestly, the day that I have to, to register with, with, with the government, the day that I have to get a license to do what I've been doing for a living for almost 14 years now is the day that Canada is no longer the true North strong and free. It's the day that we have descended into complete tyranny and uh, it's, it's tantamount to a dictatorship when you're controlling the narrative to that extent. If it happened, say, in Russia, 
or China, that might make news, but it's happening in Canada, so. Or they've thought about it. They've, they've put out the trial balloon. Not this time, maybe next time. And I, I say, as I say, not surprising, uh, because uh, a lot of the, my audiences in the United States were, at the very least, there's still the lip service about First Amendment, and there's at least the tradition of a free press and the idea of that. Uh, not so in Canada. Tell people about the parliamentary system and our, our roots. Well, coupled right now with what's going on uh, with the attack on, uh, not the attack, but the prompting up of the uh, mainstream media is actually an attack on independent media online because what we're having now is, uh, is our YouTube channel's attack. Not just YouTube, but all of our social media uh, sites' algorithms are being tweaked with right now. Um, so what we're seeing is things happening on twofold. There's, there's supporting of the mainstream that they're trying to prop up, and there's the shadow banning and the silencing of the independents that they're also trying to squash down simultaneously. Um, so yeah, that's an important aspect to this. I wanted to point out that behind the scenes, our, our channels are also secretly, that's why they call it shadow banning, uh, being shut down um, amongst all this happening. And. Uh Again, I hope you will check into our, some of our previous conversations because you'll see a conversation that we had, for example, during the G20, I believe it was in Toronto, uh, several years ago, uh, where you caught some incredible footage about, essentially, this isn't Canada, you can't come into this park without us searching your bag. What about my rights? You have no rights in this space. Uh, Canada is boots on the ground, military, police, state, when it wants to be, and it is at least flexing those muscles now. And now, I mean, uh, Bill Blair was in charge of the G20 uh, during that time. He's now being promoted. He's being given a high position in, in Parliament. I, I believe he's uh, he's some some important minister in the in the you know in the government now. But um, this is the man who failed epically during the G20, um, where Canadian civil rights were completely obliterated and uh, yeah, it was it was uh, it, it was it's shocking that someone like him can still be in charge of anything, really. But that just goes to show that, uh, you know, he's the kind of guy that they want in there. You know, he's the kind of guy that's going to be promoted when you, when you, uh, you know, strike down Canadians' rights like that. Well, you're the man for the job. Unfortunately, yeah, that's something that uh, people all around the world will probably find very familiar. Well, uh, as I say, it is important for me to keep track of what's happening in Canada from the non-mainstream perspective, which is why I need people like you. Tell them about your channel and what you do. Well, I mean, God willing, I'll be on YouTube for a couple of more days, maybe a few more weeks, maybe another month, I don't know, maybe a year tops, maybe if I'm lucky, but if you uh, want to find me on YouTube, it's at uh, Press for Truth, you type in Press for Truth into YouTube, you'll find it. But really, I would encourage you to go to these other alternative sites, because as I said, they're, they're clamping down on us right now, but there's a number of other alternative sites that are popping up, decentralized, blockchain-based sites that are you know, not censoring people. They don't have algorithms that are designed to hide our information. So sign up to me on, you know, Steam it and BitChute and Mines and, and Float and PocketNet. There's a whole bunch of them springing up right now uh, that are really great alternatives. And we need to start to support these types of people as a hedge against what we see coming. I mean, I know they're going to flip the switch on your channel any day now. They're going to do the same thing on mine. 
And you guys are going to want to continue to tune into James and myself on a daily basis. And it's not like we're just going to disappear. We're still going to be producing content. It's just not going to be on this platform, YouTube, anymore. So uh, just uh, if, if you look at the description of any one of my videos on YouTube, you'll see links to all these other new platforms. And I'd strongly encourage people to start signing up to these platforms as a hedge against the upcoming censorship. And as I say, I'll include that in the show notes for this in case you're lazy. But um, hopefully not too lazy to click on some of those and start exploring some of these alternatives. All right, Dan, always a pleasure to catch up in real life, and hopefully we get to do it again in the future. Thanks for the chat. My pleasure.